Are you done being sick? I hope so. I hope I don't get <laughs> sick again. I'm kind of tired of it. Oh, my God. What? So you had bronchitis, right? Yeah. Yeah. I ended up with bronchitis and then pink eye, which I never had in my life. And it was the fucking worst experience ever. Fucking <laughs> pink eye. Oh, God, my terrible. God. Dude, the pink eye is the thing that made me go to the doctor because I was like, no, nah, I probably just have an upper respiratory infection. But it had been three weeks. If you're coughing for three weeks, go to the doctor. You Jesus Christ. You stubborn ass. You I know. Stubborn, you stubborn ass. That's what Jesus. happens when your mama's a nurse. It's rub some dirt in it. You're fine. Not not infections of the lung. Go to the fuck. Just rub doctor. dirt in it. It's okay. Ass, just swallow you... dirt. No. <laughs> Don't do that. That is not medical advice. That, that still doesn't go to your lungs, asshole. Yeah, yeah that goes to your tummy. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. So the reason why we did not record last week is that Zoe would finally, finally had to put up her white flag and say I needed to go to the doctor, and her awful. voice, her voice was shot, and I was, and she was sleeping. Well, you were sleeping like twelve hours a day easy probably yes. more than that because i would i would wake up and it was like i'd go to bed at probably eight o'clock and then i would get up at like 12 and then i would go downstairs and go I'll lay on the couch and watch tv and go back to sleep it was <laughs> terrible it was so bad i wasn't i wasn't gonna make poor zoe record i was like my notes are ready and she's like i think i can i was like no you can't bitch go back to bed <laughs> jesus no, christ just go to sleep just go that to sleep terrible and then you got fucking pink eye. I did. It was the worst. It was so bad. And the, the little lady at the the doctor place, because I went to an urgent care, and the little the little girl there was like, oh, you got pink eye? And I was like, yeah. And then took my glasses off, and she got real close to my face and was like, oh, it's only in one. And I was like, yeah? What do you mean? She was so concerned. It was bad. Which is interesting, because I've had pink eye probably like three times in my life, and it's only ever been in one eye. I don't understand yeah. why it's supposed to be in two. I don't know. I guess it's just where you sleep on the same pillowcase. Maybe your face rubs in your face gunk. I don't know. Fair. It's gross, though. Yeah. What, one time <laughs> one time I got pink eye. I was a junior in high school, and um, I had to, like, lay out of school for the day or something, like, get it, yeah. like, cleaned up and whatnot and get my medicine. But when I came back, I had, like, texted some friends because they were like, where were you? Where were you? And they can't, like, text you during the day. So they were like, where yeah. were you? I was like, I was out with pink eye, you know, can't come in, um, blah, blah, blah. So then, anyways, I get, I finally get back, and my biology teacher, I go, like, I had to go around to my teachers to make up work. So I go up to my biology teacher. I was like, hey, I'm back. Like, I need to make up work. And she was like, where were you? Like, re- like uh-huh. really concerned. And I was like, I was home with pink eye. And she was like, someone said you had a shark tooth in your eye. What the fuck? And that's what I said. I was like, what? I said, like no. a colloquial phrase? I was like, no, I have no idea. I think it was just a poorly written telephone game or some bullshit. I was like, no, I had pink eye. There was no shark tooth in my eye. What in the fuck is that? I don't understand. That's so <laughs> strange. Bro, I don't think it's a colloquial phrase. I think somebody was just being an asshole. It's definitely not, but there. Fun fact: there are a, a breed of shark that has tiny teeth around their eyes. I hate. You learn that. something new every day. I hate that. You're you're banned from Google. <laughs> you don't fucking Google, Google shit no more. Anyways, <laughs> so thank you for bearing with us and not putting out episodes because it has been hell for the holidays, and now the sickness is running rampant. Rampant. <laughs> I got down with the sickness in the worst way. I hate you. So. <laughs> My office worker, my office worker, my office mate, I'll tell this last story and then we'll, we'll get to the fun part. Um, okay. My office mate, cause I was telling him, I was like, there's no one in 
Like, yeah. you, there's not a lot of traffic. Like, people aren't coming back to work. I was like, are people that fucking sick? And then he said that he was almost to work, and there was a woman in front of him driving, and mm-hmm. she opened the door and threw up. Holy shit, dude. Like, at a stoplight, okay? And then it turned green, so she closed the door, and then she got to the turning lane to go into the building. She stopped in the turning lane, put on her hazard, and threw up again. And it Jesus was like, Christ. go the fuck home, you asshole. Do not Seriously. go into work. Don't go to work. What the fuck are you doing? If you're throwing up, go home. Seriously. Holy shit. Because no, the whole time I was sick, like I was super careful. I was making sure to wash my hands and not touch anything and like not cough at people and all the whole situation. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I couldn't imagine going to work throwing up. No, thank you. Yeah. In, in this world up here, which I know people who are like retailers or fast food or like you know the the people that i salute to i know that you don't get like pto or sick leave but in this this world this corporate world up here you have plenty of pto and that stuff to to take off it's fine i mean jesus like our pto and sick days are all the same so we only have like a limited pool but same here but we have like we have what is called flexing so you have like an 80 Mm. hour to to you you just have to meet 80 hours within the two-week pay period so like if you oh, miss a bad. day, yeah, you can still work and make that time up and not take out PTO. So it's it's fine. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So are you ready for the fun part? I am. Tell me the fun story. You saw you saw it, but okay. I, but I don't think it registered in your brain what you read. Okay. So I'm gonna just tell you. Okay, please. I'm buying a condo. Yay! Congratulations, you found one. Yes, I found Yay! one. Yay! Like so, <laughs> I'm under contract. I'm under like so under contract means like I'm like all of the pieces are in motion to meet the closing date. I'm learning so fucking much. You want to learn Hell how to yeah. fucking buy a condo? I'll fucking tell you how to buy a condo. <laughs> so my agent, so I found an agent through my bank, and it was like this whole deal. Like if you went through the bank, you got like so much money back. And so like I found this agent, and she's she was like she's pretty direct. Like pretty much gets the job done. Whatever. I like her. So she sent me out a listing. She sent me out like this portal thing. And she's like, look at all these condos up in like the rest in Herndon area. And I said, I want to be near the Metro line. I want to be near the Metro line. I was like, that's that's like my one and only thing. And she's like, well, we have to add Herndon in there because I was strictly rested. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do the rest in. And so she was like, "Eh, we might have to throw like, uh, we might have to throw Herndon in there because of your budget. I said, that's fair. I said, that's fair. I said, I'll I'll, I'll be real. That's fine. So finally, I fell in love with one. It's a two fucking story condo, two bedroom, two bath. And I was like, I want that. So I got everything in motion, got everything that I needed to go go see condos. So by the time we had to go see condos, all the condos in Reston were gone. And the only ones that were left were two in Herndon and one of the ones, the one that I was in love with. So I called up a realtor. I was like, I want to go see these two. I said, specifically, I said, if I love this one in person as much as I fucking do on the pictures, I said, I'm going to put in an offer. And she was like, okay, let's go. So I met her up there. I viewed it, toured it. It was amazing. I love the feel of it. It's so awesome. We went to the other one and it smelled the smoke. And I said, nope. I said, nope. I said, fuck this. I'm putting an offer. So I put in an offer. Uh, They countered. And I said, okay, whatever. That's fine. Yay. So... Now it's uh, I got the home inspection done, which is fine. Everything everything was more or less fine. There's two electrical issues that I need to fix, but there was no major issues that yeah. I need to like tell them to fix their shit or like I can back like I'm gonna I'm not backing out of it. Everything's fine. Like it it's a little it's a little old, but not too old. It does need some TLC because it seems like 
people buy condos and then rent them out to people and then, like don't Usually, update. Yeah. yeah, don't update it. Your your shit. Your shit. People need the condo. Stop it. So, uh, did that and then I bought the appraisal. So that's coming through and now I'm trying. The biggest like everything's been pretty smooth. It's been stressful. Don't be wrong. Yeah. It's stressful because so many people want to get your their hand in this in this pot. And oh, everybody's sure, like, yeah. go to go to my person and go to my person because I was doing it over the weekend. My bank wasn't open over the weekend. I couldn't get a hold of my uh, mortgage broker. And it's like, I can't go with you at this point because I need to put in an offer now. Yeah, thank, absolutely. Thank God I did. Thank God I did that. Because as we were leaving the tour of that condo yeah. that I wanted, there was another woman walking in to see it. Oof. And she put in an offer a couple hours after I did. Damn, bro. After, after, like, there was already an agreement on our deal. Shit. So if I back out, that woman gets the condo. Yep. But I'm not backing out. I want that fucking condo. So <laughs> You're going to have to send me the listing so I can look at all the pictures and stuff. I, I will show you. It's Yee! so fucking cool. I'm so, so excited. Right, so uh, since since we're closing on the t- 31st, which is too soon, I wish it was later, farther out because everything yeah. is like, there's too many moving parts to get done now. And I'm having a Oh, scr- God, I'm, yes. I'm probably going to have to take... Friday off to go um, condo Do insurance stuff. shopping. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it, that's been a nightmare because she's been really pushy to get some stuff done. And I'm like, bro, like if I knew <laughs> this was going to be the case, I wouldn't have fucking closed this earlier. My fucking sister-in-law went house shopping before me and I'm yeah. closing sooner than she is. I want to put that into perspective. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're closing very quickly. Yeah. Considering usually, how recently you saw that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even 30 days. Not even Jesus. 30 days. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like three and a half weeks. <laughs> but the, the the people that I have are quick enough that this can happen. It's just me having to work at my office Yep. and not being able to like go out and do what I need to do has been the biggest shitbag thing. So I might have to take off more time to go do that. I might have to take it more PTO off. I have no idea. Yeah. That's a lot, though, to try and accomplish so quickly. I'm so excited for you, though. Holy shit. Two bedroom, two bath. Are you fucking kidding me? And it's it's like it's upstairs. So like all the bedroom and baths are upstairs. So when I go up when I go up the staircase and I go upstairs, I feel like I'm just I'm going up to my castle. Like I'm going up to my tower now. Like I feel like it's like a little enchanted, like little slice of life. It's so nice. This is awesome. I'm so excited for you, dude. This is gonna be great. Mr. Cat's gonna have a great time running up and down the stairs and waking you up at three AM. Oh my god. It's all hardwood floor. I don't know how he's gonna do it, but I'm gonna have to oh, get he so much slip slide. He's. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get so much carpet, so much, yeah. um, so much, rugs. so many rugs, so many rugs, so many. Oh, rugs. that's so exciting! It's gonna be great. Yay! Yay! Indeed. So people can actually like come up and not sleep on my couch. They'll have a f- actual bed to sleep in, in your own room, in your own bathroom. I'm so excited for you. This is gonna be great. <sighs> It's stressful. Like it's yeah. this has been a pretty good experience, but it, I'm just stressed. I'm just stressed yeah, with absolutely. how many with how many people that want to get a hold of me and talk to me and be like, oh, call me on this and CC me on that and blah blah blah. And I'm like, go the fuck away. I'm not <laughs> CCing you. Like, leave me alone just, if you want. Sh- like the realist, my realtor's company has a person who also is like cc me on all your correspondence it's like no you can fucking call my realtor and ask her for updates because i am not putting any more bandwidth into coordinating an extra person into this that's crazy the, that's the so much yeah <sighs> i'm so excited what, for you though i'm so proud thank you thank you but what i fucking tell you i came 
I am like right on the money, like the exact, the the like almost yeah. down to like the ten dollars. The, Jesus, the, the amount that came out like closing costs, the down payment, and like the first mortgage is like the exact amount that I have saved for this. I do have playroom, yeah. obviously, but like the amount of money in my savings account for this <laughs> is the exact amount of money that they're asking for. And I'm like, holy fucking shit, I pulled this off. <laughs> I'm so proud. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. That's so stressful. I can't even imagine. I'm so excited. It's going to be so worth it, though, for you to be able to, like, move into your own home. That's going to yes. be huge. That's huge. That's It's my own equity. Like, I can, you know, and I'm I'm fucking, um, what's the woman equivalent to Bob the Builder? I don't know. I feel like there should be a woman equivalent to Bob the Builder. Anyways, I can fix up a lot of shit. And then, of course, I am going to hire people for, like, the actual professional work, like, tile. Absolutely. And, like, doing the shower. But I can change a toilet and put it in a new vanity and do yeah. minor plumbing work but it's great i love it i love it so much it's in a great location and it is right on the metro line so fucking close so most important question that i have a feeling that you didn't ask and i will be disappointed has anyone died in there before did you i walked i walked through it they can't disclose that (laughs) yeah they can absolutely they can it's public record buddy I'll ask my rear older on the walk okay but no but i walked through it and i did (laughs) not sense anything Okay, cool. I didn't feel off. The vibes were great. You asshole. Oh, you're welcome. A friend of I- mine bought a house here in uh, Cookville, one of the girls I work with. And one of her stipulations to her realtor, which her husband was like, you're fucking stupid, was I can't live somewhere someone has died. So it cut down her uh, options real a thin. A but- lot. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I was just curious. I was curious uh, if you asked. Oh, I'm just, I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just going to shut the fuck up. I'm just curious if that... Rug, I'm gonna buy you for your house. We'll do anything with your you, Roomba. You know, I'm not straight in the garbage <laughs> can. If you buy that, I'm not putting that up in my house. Not in Never, my condo. I wouldn't do that to you. That's so mean. Oh my god, that's so fucking mean. <laughs> I'm Anyways. so excited for you. Though. This is awesome. Yes, it's gonna be great, and I love it. And people can visit me, and I can also like rent out that room and yeah. make some money. So yeah, it's gonna be great. Stay tuned. I'm gonna we're closing on it, but <laughs> yeah, I'm so yeah. excited for you. This is great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But you want to know what I'm excited for? What? Spooky stories. Ah! <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. What a, what a vibe. What a vibe. Yeah, that's the best. That's... <laughs> It's <laughs> just the face you were making. <laughs> yes. Okay. Heads or tails? Booty ass. Can't you just... I'm not going to fucking ask that question. The answer Give me is the fucking... ass into that coin. <laughs> <laughs> I was just... I was going to ask. Like, can't you be fucking normal? And it's... No. Never. Never. I can't be normal in any way, shape, or form. I wouldn't... I wouldn't want you to be, quote, unquote, normal. Heads, I go first. Okay. But before I go first... <clears throat> If you want to support us and also help Zoe not be a stubborn ass and potentially tell her, hey, go to the fucking doctor. <laughs> Deb. Head <laughs> 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 on over to Patreon. What? what? I didn't even do the motion, children. I just said the words. I, that's what made it funnier. That's what made it funnier. Because <laughs> they have no idea. <laughs> Please be sure to head over to Patreon at patreon.com slash hot or I barely know her. We have two tiers. We have an investigative tier and a medium tier. And the medium tier is tits as fuck. Is tits as fuck? Is tits a good thing? Yeah, tits is tits are great. What do you mean? 
Well, I mean, I was just making sure I, I can't keep up with the kids and their terminology anymore. Tits are great. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Tits is fuck. Medium I'm tears, a- tits as fuck, boys. I can't. <laughs> I have a headache. I can't go through it all. I can't do this every time, man. <laughs> Just mix it up. It's fine. It's it's great. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's my turn. I was like, yeah. I was about I was to like, say, this is all go? you, boo. It's my turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. So I, Katie Groves, will be talking about what is called Broad Haven. Okay. In the UK. Okay. <clears throat> this is it has many names it has many names and this is a it's a little short even though there's a lot of activity it's still just short because it's not like a u.s popularized thing so it's also called the welsh triangle which they're making fun of the bermuda triangle right Oof. it's a play on the bermuda triangle if that's oh, any foresh- if that's any foreshadowing for you yes very much okay. foreshadow 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 Foreshadow, foreshadow, foreshadow. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Hint, hint. Uh, and then the last one's called... I'm going to fuck this up. Someone in the UK is going to, like, fucking convulse when I say this. Dyfed Mystery. D-Y-F-E-D. Sure. Dyfed. Dyfed Mystery. I don't know Diffid. Diffid. Way off. Awesome. I love it here. Anyways. Cool. I got you. So we're going to go back in time. Okay. To February 4th, 1977. Cool. To Broadhaven Primary School... Where these poor children, <laughs> I, I wrote these notes like two weeks ago. So I have no, I, I can't remember what I wrote my notes. Oh, we're just rediscovering it together. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. So these poor, poor children were being subjected to the cruel torturement that is school, and I spelt that with a K. God bless those children. <laughs> it's not even. It's not cool. It's school. It's. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Okay. So we got a gaggle of 15 children, then they were playing outside in the yard with a spot when you guessed it, a UFO. Okay. Oh no, an UFO. Yep. Ah. Oh. What a mystery. Did I not finish my notes? I didn't finish my notes. That's okay. Right. I, I have enough. I have enough here. Uh, it was Okay. I'm, I know what the rest of the sentence was supposed to say. It was raining and these little shits were playing football. Okay. Oh hell yeah. Mud so ball. Let's go. Yeah. So, yeah, so they're outside. And they're hanging out with their teachers, and they were they were doing their whole jam. There's more information than I was supposed to put there, but I lost it. It's all right. And <laughs> as they are p- all playing, they look up and they see what is what they describe as a yellowish sh- cigar shape. Holy God, metal vessel with a little globe capsule in the center of it. Okay, so like you're just you're okay. you're just your traditional saucer. Yeah. Little window in the top, right? Absolutely, observation deck. Yes. <laughs> I got you. Oh, my God. That makes way more fucking sense to call it that yeah. than the little globe on the top of it. Ah, <laughs> makes sense to me. The observation deck globe situation. Oh, no. It's like a Christmas globe. You shake it up and everything just sort of falls within the globe. It was much funnier in my head. Proceed. I, it, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I couldn't make the connection. I was like, no, I'm not putting bandwidth That's into okay. this. Okay. So some, some even said that there was a silver suited man with... Also, and another one also said with long ears that was manning the spacecraft. And some Yo. kids said that it was even faceless. Yo, faceless Spock. Yep. And then, of course, like generally all the same. And then there was a couple of outliers that were like, there was like an orange green light on top of the dome. So Ooh. Uh, one, one report, one place that I read said that the craft hung around for a little bit. One report said the craft hung around for a few hours. I'm going to go with a couple of minutes. And the children were just staring at it. What the fuck do you do? Stare at it. Yes, you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's reasonable. I don't know what that is. I'm going to look at it till I do. 
Yeah, that's a common human re- response. <laughs> honestly, though, honestly. Yeah. So they stare at it. I, I think the teacher one one. I think it was one record said the teacher was out there. One record said it wasn't. There were so many of these that they've kind of all bled together into like one story. But it is what it is. So the spacecraft flies off. So they all the kids being kids, they come running in and they tell the teachers. We, we saw something, we saw something, we saw something. Of course, they're just like, shut the fuck up. No, you didn't. You're all making this up. You want some attention. Like, go away. You're annoying. You're adopted. Whatever, right? Oh, no, children. Do you not get enough hugs at home? <laughs> so the kids go home and tell their parents, and now their parents are like, what the, the fuck? F- what the fuck are they teaching at this school, right? So, <laughs> so the kids start a petition. Oh, my that, God. How old are these? These are primary school kids. Yeah. Um... I think anywhere from, that uh, was also the detail I was supposed to get, somewhere around like 10-ish. Oh, yeah. 10-ish. So they, so they like start a petition, they want to be heard, and they want the police to investigate the incident, to like, to like be taken seriously. So the headmaster gets pissy. The headmaster's like, y'all are fucking lying, y'all are little snot-nosed brats, like y'all are making this up, each and every one of you into my office. So what she does is she takes them individually, puts them all into separate spaces, so they can't talk, can't see each other, nothing. Yeah. And she has them all tell her what happened and draw what happened. And she thinks that she's got them, right? She fu- <laughs> got them. She fucking don't. They got her. Shit. Okay. <laughs> she is miscalculated. All- yes. They all have very similar stories. Now, in my notes is I have a picture. I have a picture. The first picture okay. in my notes on page one. Okay. Of the students holding those, those are actually students from Broadhaven holding up their drawings. I love how every single one of those children is in a different patterned pants. Pant. Yep, they all have checkered pants in some yeah, they different, do. different pattern, shape, color. Every single one of them. And they all have the seventies haircut for like little English children. This is great. Like some weird, they just put a bowl on the head. The Beatles. Like, they all want to look like the Beatles. They all look at like the Beatles. That's absolutely right. <laughs> this is great. So, that's them. Cool. That's slow. Okay. Another website that I found, which is where I where I said, like, I think there was a teacher outside. So, this one website said a teacher did come forward anonymously and said that she was outside with the students when she saw, saw the thing as well. Ooh. And she described it, again, same thing, shiny, oval-shaped object with a slight dome. And she was the only one to kind of note that when the object started to rise above the trees, it was making a very distinct humming noise. Okay, yeah. That grosses me out. Engines got to make some sort of a sound. I mean, yeah, objects do have to make something. Just something. You got to do something, right? Maybe it's displacement through the fabric of our reality. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that, though. I don't... Yeah. I don't either. But we'll talk about that more in a little while. Excuse me? We'll talk about that more in a little while. Proceed. how, what is the time? What is what is what is the time span of a little while? Like after uh, whenever my- I'm in my notes, we'll talk about the displacement and interdimensional theories. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, so there's a UFO investigator, as there always is. Oh shit! He investigate. He does. He investigate the uh, UFO. Which which? How do you how do you investigate that? How do you fucking do like I like I'm gonna investigate. It was fucking flying. There's no imprints. There's no like. There was a little bit of evidence, so we'll we'll get into it. But it's still Ooh. like to call it an invest. You just gonna check it out. You just you just gonna check it out, right? Was this like a Scotland Yard investigator, or was this just some dude that was like, I investigate UFOs for a living? UFO investigator Randall Puh. Cool. P U G H. 
That's not how you say his last name. Pug. Probably. And No, he's not like any military. It's just the dude. Okay. So he catches wind that there was a sighting of a UFO and he gets in contact with one of the parents whose crotch goblin saw this little silver cigar UFO thing, right? So what are you Googling? Uh, that gentleman. Why? Uh, just out of curiosity. Like why he's, why he matters. He was just there. He was, he was the dude. He, he was the he, guy. He was the main character. He inserted himself into the story. He's like, that UFO? Not the main character. Me? It's me. Ooh, okay. What? No, just oh. interesting. You're just making noises? All right, cool. I'm yeah, just, always. I'm just, I'm just spewing bullshit, and I wanted you to react. Anyways, so Randall took the boy. David, oh my God, David Davis. David. What a fucking imaginative name. I would, I would, I would, I would have hated my parents. You, my last name is Davis, and you named me fucking David. You asshole. Wow. David Davis. Hell yeah, man. That's like the epitome of fucking naming. (laughs) Jesus. Oh my god. So, (laughs) so Randall took David Davis down to the spot. I can't even read without laughing. That poor child. That poor kid. I would have bullied him. I would have bullied that kid. I'd imagine he was, in fact, okay. bullied quite hard. Okay. I'm blaming the parents. So they go down to the spot where the UFO came down, but whatever evidence was there, it was raining. So Whoops. Get, get fucked. I don't know what to tell you. However, however, there was a telegraph pole that was <gasps> bent at an angle. Whoa. Right, right where the children said it was. So that's, Whoa. That's, a, that's, that's a little sus. That's a little sus. That's a little sus. So Randall believed the kid, David Davis, about like what he saw because when they actually went to that spot, the kid was terrified. I also can't imagine forcing a child that's been bullied his whole life uh, to an area (laughs) that has caused him so much stress. I can't imagine doing that. Randall doesn't sound very nice. No. Wait, wait, what do you mean Randall doesn't sound nice? He doesn't sound nice because he took that kid to the, the scene of the terror. It's it's for the investigation. I mean, yeah, for the greater good and all that. Right, for the greater good. It's the sacrifice um, sacrifice for you for the I'm many. I'm willing to sacrifice you for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally yeah. joking. I'm totally no, joking. That's too. not okay. <laughs> Disclaimer: uh, This is for legal reasons. This is a joke. All right. So once the event went viral, because it absolutely did fucking go viral, because those kids oh, for did, sure. those kids did send off that petition and it got known. The Ministry of Defense received several more reports of ufos in that area oh damn and i don't i don't have said reports but people you know it was the men in black effect of like everyone is now looking up kind of thing yeah the reports caused the media to declare this et phenomenon and dubbing it the Broadhaven ufo woof and that was the uh cataclysm for this area for being a hot spot of ufos so around the same geological error error area there were other reports from other people and schools and children describing the same fucking craft the same craft the same fucking craft all with all these kids reports it pretty much solidifies what the kids saw that day in this area got dubbed either the whales triangle or the what do you call it the defid yeah diffid i think it was diffid 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 triangle okay so I have a couple other, do I have a couple other stories? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I got a couple other. Here we go. So that one should be farther down. We'll, we'll skip around. Okay, it's fine. So the government, of course, denied any existence, of course, 
at the time. Of course. Right? Of course. Of course. Of, of any UFO ET bullshit. They were like, no, it's just a training maneuver from the Royal Air Force Broady Base. Uh, it's just an exercise, if you will, if you if we could Always. if we could just just so call it that. Right. Always. And then, weirdly enough, a U.S. Navy soldier came forward and was like, oh, those silver suits, those silver suits, those are U.S. military fireproof uniforms. LOL. Which, which, le- what? LOL, I guess. I guess. I don't know. But which, which came to like the conclusion that U.S. military were, fl- were, were test flying U.K. made Harrier jets at the time in that area. Those which don't even look the same. Which BT dubs. Harrier jets do not hover, and they especially do not hover 20 feet above the ground. No, nor are they even sort of cigar-shaped. No. No. It's almost like they're airplane-shaped. Weird. Almost like they look like jets. Yep. So, Northern Wales was a hot spot for UFO activity just that year, 1977. It was just, it was just happening. It was just happening. And with kids, with like, mostly kids, but we got a few other couple people that, you know, weren't kids. Yeah. It's a binary thing. No, it's a trinary thing. Some adults. You're a baby, you're a kid, or you're an adult. What? Yeah, I was about to say, they're just kids or adults. Right. True. I guess you can call a baby a kid. Yeah. Either way. Infants. Anyways. Tiny human beings. (laughs) Your youngins or oldins. There ain't no in between. I haven't seen you since you were knee-high to a grasshopper. Hell yeah. Ugh. (laughs) So one of them was... There was a there was a hotel by the name of Havel Fort Hotel, and okay. the owner of it said that a flying saucer came really close to her, so much so that the energy being produced from the UFO burnt her face. Oh shit! Yeah, that one's a little right. Too close, mm. too close for comfort. Yeah. Which no, thank you. Which reminds me of the Florida guy, Florida man, where the he was like the was like the Cub Scout leader, and he went out into the brushes and he yeah. got burnt. Yeah, he got burnt. He indeed got burnt. So on October, I think what I said was in February. So now we're fast forwarding to October, October of 1977. Ten kids aging from seven to 11. Primary school. Okay. Seven to 11. Seven, 11. Primaries. Yeah. Seven, 11. Primary school. (laughs) Seven, 11 is the best teacher ever. Oh, my God. Anyways, they saw a UFO at the Upton Primary School. I am not going to say what the fuck name of that town is mecklesfield sure i probably butchered it it's i love it some people say that they like it when we butcher the words (gasps) i think i said it right did you really i did mecklesfield mecklesfield go back go back to england just go go back over there did you think you're you're just so cultured now uh no (laughs) okay so it's very nice but i like it here that are you sure yeah i mean it's okay it's okay (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. So they described it as a silver elliptical ship hovering in the trees to which it rose into the sky and vanished. The teacher was also out there with them, Mrs. Hindmarsh, and she was the one who herded the children inside, and she also had them draw what they saw. Ah. And I think that picture, um, the second picture in my notes, is one of the children's drawings. Oh. Which is, again, just a cigar shape into the trees. I liked her trees. Those are pretty good trees for a child. He, he signed it. Mark. Yeah, he did. Mark. He's, he's, he's like, that's my artwork. It's that was Mark. me. That was me. I'm, I'm famous now. Okay. Damn, Mark. It looks pretty good. On February 
la la la. It's okay. We're going back. Okay, February 16th, 1977. A group okay. of nine students saw a UFO at their playground at Rosie Boy. Rosie Bowl. What the fuck are these names? Do you I see think it? It's Ross Bowl. I if you I swear to God, if I'm like 0 and 3 right now, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna laugh real hard. Oh, it's a Welsh word. That's why we're struggling. Give me the pronunciation, please. Tell me how to say it. Rossible. I was right? Yeah. Rossible. Yes, I was right. I'm one and two. Woo. Rossible School in Anglesey, North Wales. Okay. Nice. Great. I'm so glad we had to go through all that to get here. So one of the children on the grounds, I'm going to... <laughs> Bro, <laughs> are you fucking serious? I didn't practice any of this. Gawar? Gawar? What the fuck? G-W-A-W-R? What kind of... F- I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. Shit on a- that's, that's, a, that's a whole other culture. I can't do this. Gawar. That. I'm not going to... Yeah. You said it great. You had like the, <laughs> the tongue roll and everything. It's a female name. It's a feminine Welsh name. Okay, we're going to call her, her last name is Jones. We're just going to call her Jones just for the sake of Miss Jones. respect. Uh, little Miss Jones. Uh, she wrote down her entire experience and endorsed it by the teacher. So this is what she wrote. I got this. Are you ready? She wrote this. Yeah. We were playing at netball with Mrs. Williams in the yard, and she was showing us how to throw the ball into the net. When I saw an object high in the sky, I shouted at the others, and they looked up and saw it. The account continued. It had a black dome on top and a silver cigar-shaped base. It was traveling smoothly across the sky in a northerly direction. It remained in our sight for about three minutes. Then it went behind the only cloud in the sky and reappeared again for about one minute and then disappeared. Nice. Behind the cloud? I don't like that. I don't like that either. And the teacher, who was playing ball with them, Mm -hmm. also gave a statement. Because this was also, like, submitted to, like, I don't know, the police or the Ministry of Defense, whoever the fuck is taking these papers. I have no idea. It was submitted. So this was her statement. It was a really bright afternoon, and the object was flying very high towards Bull Bay. I took the children back into the school, separate uh, into the school, separated them, and told them to draw what they had seen. It was really astonishing. The drawings were all similar. I never believed in these things until I saw this. Nice. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm good. So there was just uh just a UFO flying around northern Wales for like a year. Yeah, it was just hopping around, looking, seeing people and stuff, and then fucking off. It that um silver suit always reminds me of the silver suit guy in the picture. Yeah. That you covered and then the guy was like, Where was the other one? Yes. Excuse me? There was another yeah. one? Yeah, no thank you. Uh nope. Gross. So that is my very short broad haven well thank you for telling me all about broad haven and why i don't want to visit no thank you oh 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 okay so we got to visit all of your things but we can't visit mine aliens kind of spook me aliens yeah they kind of spook me i think aliens are great i think aliens are spooky touche touche how many it is what it is how many aliens would you give this out of 10 10 aliens um i would give it Probably a solid four aliens out of ten, because we didn't get to see, like, a real alien. That's fair. We got to see we... their shippies, which is pretty spooky. Yeah. So, there's that. That's and also, fair. this story that I have done is more they aliens were... in my brain. <sighs> Man. So. You, you always one-up me. Never. But I love it. Please always continue to keep one-upping me. I'll keep it real, and you just, you just bring the fucking hammer. Okay. We'll see how this goes, because 
this just popped into my brain and uh, I wanted to do it because I keep seeing these fucking stupid headlines that are like super sensationalized and they're like, hey, look at this clickbait bullshit. So I finally looked into the clickbait bullshit and it's kind of spooky. There so. was sustenance? Yes. It there's, quite a, there's six pages. So yeah, okay. there's some I sustenance. Gotta I got to hear it. Let's hear it. All right, here we go. All right. This is the part of the episode where we give shout out to our newest Patreon members. However, we do not have any newest Patreon members, and that is okay. However, I need to back up because I did a disservice to one of our latest Patreon members because I always give the option of how do you want to be said on the podcast, and I did not read that for our latest Patreon member. So, <laughs> Puff Maddie, thank Hell you yeah. for- <laughs> Hell yeah, Puff Maddie. What's up? <laughs> Thank you for joining our Patreon, and I'm so sorry that I gave you an incorrect shout-out. So, Puff Maddie, welcome to the uh, medium tier. Hell yeah, Puff Maddie! So, if you want a shout-out, please that. be sure to head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash I barely know her. And I'm curious, if, does this what? Puff Maddie person also rap? Because I would appreciate it if so. I, I, need, I doubt I it. need some Puff Maddie rhymes. I will, okay, spit some, <laughs> spit some bars, you mean? Yeah, yeah, that's what I want. <sighs> <laughs> have to get back to you on that all right oh speaking of get oh wait hey let me finish this okay no, so if it, okay it's shut up so if, <laughs> so if you want to support us in non-monetary funds please be sure to drop a rate and review on i know apple podcasts and you could also drop a rate review on spotify and anywhere else you're listening to us please be sure to do the thing because if you like what we do rate and review i forgot what i was gonna tell you that's okay shit i forgot what i was gonna it's, say it'll come back i was jamming oh. about uh, puff maddie and how bars. fucking perfect that name is. And I was going to say something. Spitting lines. I definitely, the other day at work, somebody said something to me and I just responded with salami on your mommy. They, I, was, yeah. I was like, I know I told the salami on your yeah, mommy you thing on here before. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. My and my boss stopped what she was doing. Completely <laughs> stopped in her tracks and looked at me and went, what the fuck? <laughs> and she doesn't curse. So it was, it was a pretty good time. That's how you know that the Barbie's bitten when absolutely when someone stops and says what the fuck that was great <laughs> it was a good time <sighs> i forgot what i was gonna say that's okay i'm sure it'll pop up in the middle of this it just, just shout it oh i okay i don't know um i said I'll, i think i said i'll look it up something i i need to go to bed i know it's only 6 <laughs> i know it's only 6:30, but i need to go to bed no, that's cool. at any rate i need you to tell me cool tell me Tell me what Let the me tell fuck? you why I'm never going to go to Arizona. Let's do it. So this place I'm covering this week is Stardust Ranch. And there are pretty pictures. So please feel free to follow along. It's worth it. Uh, I'll try and give like trigger warnings uh, as necessary. And we'll go from there. So this ranch. Yes. I, I, <laughs> I stalked Puff, Puff Maddie's uh, Instagram. And she yeah. crocheted a, a very beautiful set of socks. And I'm jealous. Oh. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh. I am a, I'm a slut for crochet on the low low. I just want everyone to know that. That's acceptable. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> this ranch is located in Rainbow Valley, which is less gay than I wanted it to be. Man, I, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, bro, I'm moving. I'm going cancel the condo. Also, you do have to be careful, or I guess ne not necessarily careful, uh, when searching Stardust Ranch, you have to be super specific <laughs> in your Google, because Stardust Ranch is also a bordello located in Nevada. So it has been closed permanently, but that's also a risk that you run when um, you Google. 
I'm I'm assuming a bordello is a, a lady of the night house. Correct. Okay. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. God bless. Uh, accompanying pictures made me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. All right, let's do it. So this place is located in Rainbow Valley, which is a rural neighborhood south of the Giala River in Arizona. It's unincorporated, so it's not within any city limits. Super spread out. There, the neighborhood is around 34 people per square mile of this place. So, like, very few fucking people. The neighborhood has one store, which is, of course, the Dollar General. <laughs> because, of course, it is. <laughs> Most of the homes are actually mobile homes, except for the older ranch houses. And it has two subdivisions, Grandview Ranches and Grandview Ranches 2. Very I, fucking original. I had food in my mouth, but oh, <laughs> my God. Are you fucking... What... Yeah. What, what is the name of this? Rainbow Valley? S- no, Stardust Ranch in Rainbow Valley, Arizona. Rain- okay, I'm just going to Google Rainbow. That's Rainboy. Rainbow. Rainboy Valley. Valley? That's completely different. Mount Everest? No. Uh, No. Arizona? AZ? Mm-hmm. I just want to see it on a Google. Oh, the first picture is... Oh, that's not a church. Never mind. <gasps> the first picture is a picture out of an airplane? I don't know. That's weird. I haven't huh. looked at the pictures for Rainbow Valley. I didn't really just, think about it. There's just nothing here. Basically, yeah, because it's unincorporated. It's a lot of desert land. Like, there's not a lot here. Oh, there's so, there's really not a lot here. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So the, the two subdivisions are considered the, like, high-end parts of the valley, and the rest are pretty much, like, multi-anchor ranches, other than Dirt. the subdivisions and the mobile homes. Gotcha. That's really all that's there. There is one elementary school in Rainbow Valley called the Rainbow Valley Elementary School, which houses <laughs> kids from kindergarten age all the way up to eighth grade. So, like, very small community. After the kids are done with elementary school in eighth grade, they move to high schools. Yes. I really feel like when you said mobile homes and then nice houses, that's, like, yeah. a very obvious, like, people who are stuck there and then and then people who are like, oh, I just want to live that off the grid life. Like, go fuck yourself. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, basically. Very much so. Like, it's there's some older style ranch homes, which are really nice. We're going to talk about one of the ranches. But a majority of it's just there. Like, there's not a whole lot going on. Um, it's close to Phoenix. So a lot of people that want to live, like, in the woods, quote unquote, live there. So, or, like, buy nice houses there. So. It's on a map. Yeah, it's pretty close to Phoenix, which is kind of wild. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. It is actually. Yeah. It's very yeah. close. Mm-hmm. So this place is pretty small. At least this little unincorporated Rainbow Valley situation is pretty small. It's outside of the city. It's a perfect place to have an animal rescue, right? I mean, okay. yeah, absolutely. Big open land. Makes sense. All unincorporated land. So that is the exact thought that John Edmonds and his wife Joyce had. When they looked at a property in Rainbow Valley and bought a 10-acre ranch in 1996. I love that for them. Absolutely. So John, who is the main character of our story, is a professional counselor and therapist with more than 25 years of professional practice working with folks that suffer from family problems. Uh, He did addiction counseling, crisis counseling, PTSD counseling that dealt with trauma, abduction, and just PTSD. Okay. He's worked with all sorts of folks from all sorts of different lives. I love that. So the property itself is a beautiful ranch-style five-bedroom, four-bathroom house with an in-ground pool. It has a gated entry, whole big amount of space. So his dream was to turn this property into a horse rescue, 
which is really nice. That's so, nice. He did turn it into a horse rescue. Uh, he named it Hopeful Hooves and Aww. used the land. Yeah, isn't that cute? He used the land to house abandoned, starving, or severely abused horses. Cool. The reason he wanted to do that is to give the horses a second chance while also using them for equine therapy, which helps individuals build confidence, self-efficiency, communication, trust, perspective, social skills, impulse control, and boundaries. Yeah, actually, yes. I, I, I read a story about how this chick, um, was that? Oh, the body keeps the score. Um, mm. This chick who was just, like, violent, didn't talk to anybody, like, couldn't socially interact to, like, graduating high school because she got got esquarian therapy isn't that yep. wild it's it's super useful for a lot of folks um when i worked at the the girl scout camp here in tennessee mm-hmm. um some of the kids that we would do like throughout the year had behavioral issues so it was always really nice to get to see them work with the horses because it was like here's another creature that you have to care for and you have to take care of Let's teach you how to do that. So it gives them, like, responsibility and learning how, like, just because something bad happened, because some of the horses that we had at the rescue or at the Girl Scout camp were abused. Mm. It's, oh, okay, life goes on. It's not the end. So, yeah, absolutely. Equine therapy's huge. That's awesome. I'm a big fan. I'm a big, <laughs> I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm a big fan. So it equine therapy, uh, all of the things that we said, it helps people with behavioral issues. Uh, it helps them work through grief, anxiety, depression, even addiction. So it's super useful, super great. I linked um, a WebMD article about it. So if anybody has any further questions, please feel free. Look at it. You're it's pretty cool. You're, you're cute. You're I so know. Cute. I'm great. So the real question is, why am I telling you about something so pure and gentle on this fucking show? Because it's not about to be. That's Correct. why. Correct. It's about to go tits up in the worst fucking way. <laughs> no, we established tits were a good thing. It's, well, it's going to go ass over tea kettle is what's going to happen. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I changed it up. So according to John, things were pretty shitty basically upon moving. It began, as these things so often do, with lights in the sky. Because, you know, that's fun. Soon, the couple began to hear unexplainable noises from the desert. Things that they couldn't place, couldn't explain. No idea what the fuck those sounds were. Which, once you live in the desert for a while, you can identify, like, okay, that's an animal. That's something doing something, right? Right. You they had know. no idea what the fucking sounds were. Yeah. Oh, my God. One day, they come outside, like, they get up in the morning to do all their farm chores, because, you know, you fucking work hella hard on a farm. So they walk outside, and they see... All of the furniture that the previous owners had left that was in storage on the property in their pool. How the fuck didn't they hear that? You'd have to hear that. Yeah, they didn't. They just woke up and all the furniture was in the pool. How's it? Are you sure that's not a poltergeist bullshit? Uh, No, no, I'm definitely sure it's not. Okay. What the Uh, fuck? So this led them to believe somebody or something was breaking into their property. And doing shit that they it shouldn't be happening, right? Like, somebody had to physically come onto their property to take that stuff and put it in the pool. Yes. So, Hello. something's wandering around that shouldn't be. That's bad. After that, things got worse. What? They began to catch glimpses of large-headed entities with oversized black eyes that lurked in the shadows of the property. I'd cry. So they would, yeah, so they would see things, like, moving in the distance, and they would hear some of those sounds. And they would see eyes glinting at them from the fucking shadows. No, thank bro, you. Bro, this is like that M. Night Shyamalan. Um, yeah. What the fuck yeah. was the name of that movie? Uh, something horrible, I'm sure. Uh, I'll, I'll Google it real quick. 
But, oh, God, I get cold chills. Yep. It gets worse. So, at this point, they started to see the creatures. It got worse. Uh, We've talked a little bit about Skinwalker Ranch in the past, right? And we talked about the cattle mutilations associated. Well, signs. 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 Oh, God. It does kind of sound like signs. So fucking scary. Scary. So, this is similar to the cattle mutilations that happened at Skinwalker Ranch. So, if that stuff freaks you out, just skip forward a little. Um, Except this time... It was it was the horses. No. Um, yeah, they found uh, like the horses started to get like weird injuries that they couldn't explain, and then it culminated in finding some of the horses dead, usually usually mutilated in the similar fashion to the animals at Skinwalker. Um, the horses usually were found with organs missing, so that's bad. That's fucked. Um, yeah, John also reported that one of one or more of his cattle dogs uh, was found in a similar manner. So that's not great. That's not fun. It's not cool. damn it. So before long, the Edmonds family was focused on getting, like, they were the focus of the creature's intent. It moved away from the animals and moved to the family. Oh, fuck, bro. Yep. So they noticed that the creatures were prowling around the property more than normal. And soon they, like, would look out the window because they heard something and they would see these fucking black eyes looking in the rooms, in their windows, and I start shooting. I would start <laughs> fucking lighting that bitch up. Same, I'd have bro. Oh my bro, you're in you're in Arizona fucking gun. Oh my god. Uh-huh. I would yeah. I would start shooting. Yeah, time for motherfuckers to die. Like yes. uh-uh. no, absolutely not. So uh. for whatever reason, they didn't do that. And at this point there is a trigger warning for assault. Um in any manner you can imagine. So the so skip forward if you don't want to hear about it. Um the family was victims of assault and sexual and non-sexual. Um, the creatures performed experiments on them, leaving behind these needle-like holes in their skin. Uh, they left bruises and even caused strange illnesses to the family. So the creatures were described as what we think of and like what we talk about as the greys, like those big heads, big oversized cat-like almond eyes, like teeny tiny little spindly bodies. Just, just not, a, just not good, right? So John is quoted during an interview with Coast to Coast AM. He says, "I have heard and seen critters, which is what he called the Greys, was critters, uh, critters moving around in our enclosed sunroom. The west wall contains four large windows. The speed generated by the movement of all three of these critters moving at once made the glass and double pane windows actually buzz and misalign in the frame to the point where the windows are now very difficult to close and lock properly without using a screwdriver to realign them in the frame first. I believe that the high-frequency buzz is a side effect of their partial in-phase or out-of-phase interdimensional travel. In a safe situation, critters transcend cleanly from one dimension to another. In what they perceive as risky circumstances, they only partially materialize to the point of just crossing the dimensional physical threshold. The buzzing occurs at a quantum level as they are partially in both dimensions at the same time. If they are suddenly startled, they can pull back and phase into their regular dimension. If they feel safe, then they come through completely into this dimension and the buzzing stops. This is the perfect opportunity to physically grab one and then hold on as hard as possible because they will try to bug out again immediately. Is that what he did? Maybe. Are you Maybe. fucking serious? Maybe. What happened? Um, we'll get there. So What the f- bro? <laughs> this brings to mind, for me at least, how strange it is how familiar John seems to be with these creatures as a whole, and the theory that he has 
or the, the time and thought that he has put into how these things move between dimensions, right? Like how they travel. Because that's not something I would think of unless I was faced with something all the time, right? Right. That's just, hmm, that's a little strange. So upon, upon further research for me, because I was curious, uh, I discovered that he's actually seen portals open up onto the ranch. So there's, um, he's seen it and he's quoted saying that there are at least two portals on the ranch itself that they'll come in and out of. So that's bad. That's this not good. Is, this is fucking Skinwalker Ranch, like, 0.5. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely it is. Yeah. Um, who? So, um, pretty soon after the assaults began, the aliens attempted to abduct his wife, like fully out of their house. So they levitated her out of her bed, out, down, like out of the master bedroom, all the way outside into the parking lot where they were attempting to like draw her up into the, the ship because he also sees UFOs there. So that's fun and cool and exciting. So at this point, John Edmonds was done. He was just fucking sick of everything. So he grabbed from over his fireplace his katana. <laughs> Get him. Followed Get him, them outside. And he is quoted saying, I killed in self-defense after repeated home invasions by several creatures over a period of many years. The assaults by these creatures were responded to in the most violent manner I could respond with because of weekly and sometimes daily confrontations during which our home, ranch, horses, and dogs were killed. Pierced by the sword with six inches of cold steel perforating the body cavity and seemingly lifeless, the gray alien still managed to disappear before I could withdraw the weapon and chop off the head. My intention in removing the head was to see if the ability to control the dimensional transference between one place and another, I had hoped to interrupt the process by diminishing the body's integrity. I wiped the blood slash fluid and tissue of the gray and I, ne I nearly split in two parts with an exceptionally well sharpened samurai sword. And uh, below that on page four, those of you that are nauseous by blood, please don't look. There is a photo of his katana with a like on the bloody concrete. So... That's cool. Honestly, That's his, like, personal fucking sword. I didn't expect it to be, like, yeah. red like that. Me either. Nor to look so old, because that's not fresh blood. So. You don't think? I don't know what ha happened. No, that's that's definitely not fresh blood. No, that's that's at least a few hours old. Oh, oh, oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm, that's yeah. not fresh, fresh, but that's definitely, yeah. like, I would say within, a, like, a day or so. Yeah, that's reasonable. But there we are. There's a fun picture. Ha, 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 ha. Oh so at this my point, God, at this point, we're only on page four. There's six. At this point, <laughs> John collected the tissue and blood and delivered them to a researcher called W.C. Levengood for analysis. Uh, Mr. Levengood told him that these samples were certainly not human and were unlike anything he had ever seen before. Wait, Levengood wait, wait. went as. Yeah. Yeah. Did he save his wife? Yes. Yeah. He saved his wife. She's OK. OK, cool. Yeah. Yeah, he was able to get her inside after he fucking murdered the alien. Well, that's really an interesting thing because, like, usually when there's, like, multiple people in the house, they are also, like, mind manipulated to know that someone's not being kidnapped out of the house. Right. So there's that. So that's a little strange. It's a little interesting. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah keep that in mind. So Levengood, this scientist, went as far as to say that this is the smoking gun, as it were, to prove the existence of aliens. Okay. So John... In 2016, or 2015 probably, invited the Ghost Adventures crew to come and investigate the property, and that episode aired in 2016. Oh, shit. On this episode, 
He told Zack that he had slain over a dozen of the malicious creatures during his time at the ranch with his katana, despite also having an arsenal of handguns, shotguns, and rifles, which included an AK-47. It's just that personal touch with the katana, you know? So due to speaking out about what was happening to his family, because he had, he had gone kind of public with this before Ghost Adventures came, the men in black had visited him to tell him to keep quiet, which of course he didn't do. So during this investigation... The Ghost Adventures crew catches something speaking through a spirit box, which I don't know why an alien would speak through a spirit box unless there's like an interdimensional divide and they're like on the other side in like the alternate dimension and they're like waiting to come through or something. I don't know. I don't know. But they caught something on the spirit box laugh in a voice that is two or three octaves lower than what a human could actually do. So that was kind of spooky. I didn't really like very much. Uh, They also capture something moving around in the desert, which is just outside of the range of the cameras. And they have like a floodlight and an IR camera. So like they can see in the dark, but this thing is just slightly outside of the range of the camera, but you can hear it. So that's kind of spooky and I'm not a fan, but it could just be desert stuff, you know? I don't know. They also catch EVPs that say, look at the stars. And another one that says unexplained foreign male. That one I didn't like very much. Ugh. And then they capture inside the house an unexplained hiss, which is gross. That's weird so that they just, did a... Hmm? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, that's just weird that they did um, a paranormal investigation looking for aliens. Yep, that was a little strange to me because I feel like it should have been a completely different thing than what it was. Right. But anyway, um, okay. also throughout this this process, I did not mention, and I meant to put it in my notes, and I sure didn't... Um, John has had a a pretty strong social media presence through this whole process, and he showed Zach and a couple other folks his social media, where there's a picture of his calf, um, where it looks like there has been, like, a chunk taken out of him. Um, Like, it it looks rough. It's healed. It's all scarred over, but it's, like, this big-ass fucking, like, rough-looking scar. And he claims, John says, that that injury as a result of fighting these aliens so there's that i didn't put the picture in my notes because i forgot about it until this moment great but there's that that's there you can find it in one of the sources that's in my notes so despite all of this of course john is under a huge amount of scrutiny people are questioning his victory over the creatures demanding to know why he never took a picture of the slain creature and of course he says that the the bodies disappear as soon as they're killed no idea why. They probably just pop right back to their dimension for whatever reason, but they do. So he has no physical proof, no camera proof, nothing. So, of course, people are like, eh, I don't really believe you. You know, he posted pictures of the injuries, but a lot of folks were like, well, those are the injuries somebody would get working on a farm. Of course that you have bruises. Of course you have cuts. Of course, like, I, I, I'm I, even going to say the, the little thing on his leg looked like it, he could have just gotten tangled in razor wire because that happens barbed wire is a thing you use so it looks kind of like that the way it's curved so i don't know i can see where they're coming from so when asked about wc levengood the guy who looked at all that physical evidence right um john has no proof of correspondence with the man and the man cannot be found he does exist because i looked him up so he is a scientist but he hasn't responded to any inquiries about it i don't know if anybody can actually find him but i found three different articles that he wrote that were all about biophysics and one that was very notable about crop circles. And I linked that in my notes, but that is the only, yeah, the only three sources that I could find that he had ever written any kind of papers on. Hmm. And all of those were written in the nineties. 
So I don't know where he is, if he's dead, where what's going on. I don't know. I can't find him. So there's that. Cool. Now here, I have a trigger warning for mentioned sexual assault and dismissal of a victim. So let's just be aware of that, as all well as uh, accused domestic abuse. So those are all things. Skip forward like the next probably five, five minutes. It's going to take a minute to talk about. So overall, the lack of photographic or physical evidence has left people doubting the mental stability of John. Podcasters Brian Frage and Phoebe Tires would bring this up in their show, Unbelievable Podcast, which has since stopped airing. Actually, 2018, they ended the show. But it's something to be considered that the claims of Joyce Evans, or Edmonds, John's wife, um, of sexual assault and physical injuries are perhaps from her husband, is what they argue. Um, They seem to think that John convinced Joyce that it was actually aliens harming her, when in reality, it was him abusing her in her sleep. Uh, They claim that he's using the delusion of aliens to comfort himself and prove that he's not doing anything wrong. Uh, Frage says, quote, I'm not saying he's a psychopath, but he does display traits that could be classified as psychopathic. He so Frage himself claims to be an armchair hobbyist in personality disorders, which I think he might need to look in a mirror. But anyway, Um, he continues. uh, I don't I don't trust anybody without a psychology degree saying shit like that. So anyway, but that's true. He continues. It might not be that he just cooked up a story about aliens in order to cover up the fact that he's beating his wife. There is a distinct possibility that he honestly believes aliens are abducting his wife and causing the bruises because subconsciously he needs to create a defense mechanism to allow him to view himself as a good person. Mm, That's true. So, So John, of course, heard that, didn't lose his shit. He was super calm about it. But his response was... People have a tendency to always think the worst, but it's a reflection of them, not of us. Everybody has the right to their own opinion. It doesn't mean that it has any legitimacy. So, but at this point, the family decided to put their house up for $1.7 million. Holy shit. they were done. Uh, Yeah, that's not even high. Wait. (sighs) So following the media attention and the appearance on Ghost Adventures, however, they upped that price to $5 million. No one is buying that shit, dog. Oh, you for real? So there are a lot of people that are really interested in the property because aliens. Right. Right? Crazy. <sighs> now, I do have to say, all of that being said, that culminated in my own research because I'm fucking stupid and I just have to know. So I did digging on the property and on the owner. So the property has a listing history dating back to when it was sold, April 19th of 1996, to the Edmonds for $237,000. That's reasonable for 10 acres in Arizona, right? That I gotcha. Then it was listed in September of 2013 for only $25,000. Now that is far enough away from the 2008 market crash. It doesn't make sense. So that to me gives legitimacy to some of the things they were experiencing. Because why the fuck would you downgrade that much that far away from 2008? Like you've made it through the market crash and now you're trying to sell it for so little. Doesn't make sense. That's not even that's interesting. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, it's super weird. And then they actually dropped the list price from twenty five thousand down to nineteen nine in December of twenty thirteen, and then they removed it in March of the following year. So since then, it has been placed on the market yearly since twenty thirteen. Every year they would put it on the market for less or more, depending around the twenty five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And no until, one would fucking buy it. No, which is wild to me. So until. Uh, 2018 when it was completely removed 
So we had in 2017, they were trying to sell it. They posted it for the 1.7 in 2016 and Mm. then all of the media attention. And then they upped it to five and then they dropped all the way down to four and then they took it off the market in 2018. So it was not sold. That family still owns it. They still own it, which is wild to me because why the fuck would you live there? Well, it's interesting. It's interesting because in my in my experience, in my experience of buying a condo, you can list a property for whatever the fuck you want. But if if the city comes through and says it's worth more, you yeah. can't sell it for that price. Yeah, that's definitely possible. So they probably couldn't the probably because they were just still trying to like screw the city and be like, no, I'm selling it for twenty five. The city's like, no, this is worth more. You can't list it for twenty five thousand. Yeah, I I have no idea because I ended up I got curious and I ended up finding it on Realtor because of course I did and that's where I found all of my price changes and that's actually linked in my notes. But the <laughs> the house was <laughs> it was posted um for the the 2013 and then the 2014 price it was pulled for the 19.9 and then it was listed again in 2014 for 1.7 and then it was removed the next day and then it was posted the year following for 1.5. And then it stayed and then was pulled and then was listed for two five. And then they listed it up for five and then they listed it down to four and then they pulled it. So literally every year since 2013, they've been putting it on the market for varying prices and it's not sold. So you have to leave it up for longer than that. I know. I mean, they left it for six to eight months at a time and it got all this happened. But so they they still live there. Yeah. Or at least they still own the property. Because it's not changed hands. It's not been sold. The last time it was sold was 96 to them. So that's interesting. It's a little strange to me. That's that's interesting. Yeah. So then I started looking at John M. Edmonds. Because of course I did. Because what, oh, that's what you do, right? We're not, we're not done? Not completely. We have just a okay. little bit. Okay. So his social media presence now leads to all dead ends. Everything has been pulled down. Everything has been removed. It appears that after failing to sell that house, he's completely withdrawn from the public eye. The only social media I can find has updates, no updates past 2017 when the story came out and he listed the house. So after the house wasn't sold, he just disappeared, like social media wise. Like even the website for Hopeful Hooves has been removed. Like that website doesn't exist anymore. That has to be an elaborate scheme to get his place to sell for millions of dollars. I mean, that's, I don't know. That's the only thing I can, it's either that or some weird shit is actually happening to them. And then they took hush money to just shut up about it. Because I I have no idea. Like, it's so strange to me because he, his social media presence disappeared. But instead of leaving the house up, that didn't work. But then why were they trying to sell it since 2013? Or were they like, because they listed it for such a low price that that is the thing that confuses me because otherwise yeah absolutely it would just be a whatever kind of scheme but i mean even then like the property is listed on realtor for only 800,000 so i mean it's not even a million dollar property Mm-mm. so i don't know weird yeah the whole thing is very strange to me um but that is that is what i have found and i hope you all enjoyed listening to it um that all stemmed from me seeing a headline um that says Oh, God, it's something along the lines of you for $5 million, you can own an alien ranch. Bring your katana. (laughs) (laughs) That was the fucking headline that snagged me. I was like, this is clickbait, but I got to know. There we go. I love it. Thanks for coming to my Stardust talk. I loved it. (laughs) 
that was so good. That was such a roller coaster. Whether it fake, it whether it real, I love it. Absolutely. I thought it was great. It was a lot of fun to do. You you always you always come out with the best stories. I love it. It's because I follow my stupid serotonin. It goes, ooh, shiny. Katana, tell me. It's ridiculous. Great. Thanks. Great. Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, you. We can do this forever. I will do okay. this forever. Let's not. Okay. Love that. Okay. <laughs> I want to go to bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You go to sleep. You have to figure out my home- homeowner's insurance tomorrow. Okay. Uh, adult things. I hate uh, it. Uh, being an adult's Fam- hard. Aliens. I need a katana. Uh, maybe that's going to get you for your birthday to hang out uh, your fireplace. <laughs> just, just go to Gatlinburg. Bro, uh, at my work up here, at yeah. my work up here, there's like an ongoing joke that's like, you've been to Gatlinburg? Where's your where's your giant sword at? What the fuck? Bro, there are have you ever been to Gatlinburg? Yeah. Yes. Like bef- like Pigeon Forge before you get to Gatlinburg, there's just sword shops. <laughs> if you you're yeah. not like I like I bought a katana there. Like everyone so like everyone's like, Oh, you've been to Pigeon Forge? What what katana did you buy? <laughs> yep. Yep, now I understand. Yep. Okay. Yep. Damn, bro. I love it so much. My personal favorite is Iron Mountain Metalcraft, where their advertisement is Forge a Memory. That's pretty good. Anyways, I hate it. <laughs> okay, Beautiful. great. Uh, yes, please get me a katana. I'll hang it up over the mantle of my, of my, of my fireplace. Thank you. That sounds like a great idea. I'll do it. Yes. Great. Okay. Okay, let's wrap it up. Woo. So if you want to check us out, please be sure to hit up our Instagram and Twitter at HHIBKH Podcast. I'm on Instagram. It's always on Twitter. I see your Instagram messages, but holy shit, I'm so fucking swamped <laughs> right now that like every time I'm like, I'm going to, I think about it. I remember you guys like messaging me. I see you, but holy fuck, it, it's going to take me a minute to respond back. I am so terribly sorry. I'm not usually ever this bad, but oh my God. <laughs> the struggle is real. So many things are happening. I'm so tired and it's just all mental. Anyways. Woo. And you're getting over your sickness. Yes. Yes, I am. Okay, great. Yes, absolutely. Great. Okay. All right. So until next time, haunt her. I barely know her. Or that katana-wielding madman. What a man. <laughs> <laughs>